Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your 9-to-5 grind and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? Maybe you have daydreams of living a life of time freedom and flexibility and a picture in your head laying on a beach somewhere completely stress-free. Though that would be nice and it is a total possibility, what I have for you is just a simple work-from-home opportunity. No, this isn't another get-rich-quick scheme or an MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. And yes, that's right, bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son, how we were financially unaffected by the pandemic shutdown, and how I am my own boss living and working around a schedule that's best for my family, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around, making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that's in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses, college students, retirees, and frequent travelers. Head on over to edjconsultinggroup.com backslash resources to check out and enroll in the Home Bookkeeper Masterclass today. But once again, that's edjconsultinggroup.com. Hey, Wine Moms, and thank you for listening to this MW Network and Emadon production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, themommywines.com, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. For exclusive content and early access, make sure to tune in on Patreon. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. I'm excited to chat today because I have just been down the rabbit hole of your Instagram. And (laughs) with coronavirus, I just, um, I'm kind of in that same mindset too of just get rid of all of our junk and just start traveling and seeing things and I don't know if you have kind of had the same epiphany or something similar but I was living in Salt Lake and I recently just moved uh to Nevada Mm -hmm. and in Salt Lake I was like oh man like my son has to go to like private school and I'm like (laughs) we have to do all of these things and like we're already you know like not like participating in the main culture so we already stick out so we got to do like all of this extra stuff you know to make us worthy of living here and I just like (laughs) it just got like so stressful we Uh sold a bunch of our stuff um and we've come out here to rural Nevada um just in the search of a simpler life right and we're homeschooling right now kind of like a lot of other people <laughs> right <laughs> on a different level <laughs> on like a, yeah on a different level and I just kind of noticed it was like um you know like the the private school that kind of stuff doesn't matter a bigger house doesn't matter um right. as long as we're having like you know, positive experiences and making memories together. Like it's just Mm -hmm. me and my son. So like, that's really what I want to focus on. Exactly. And I know you have two boys. They're just the cutest dapperest (laughs) little things. They are sweet. I actually have four boys, but my two older ones live with their dad. So my two younger ones are like 
let's go mom let's go <laughs> let's go everywhere <laughs> four boys I have four yeah oh my goodness that's I a lot of old. boys I know <laughs> <laughs> a lot of smelliness I'll tell you that <laughs> oh geez they're fun so, though so you have been traveling for how long um we've been going off and on for a couple years now um but we are starting our full-time travels tomorrow actually so <gasps> we are packing up the house my we're living interim at my parents house while we get everything planned and ready and so we're packing up all our stuff today and tomorrow we leave oh that's so exciting well thank you yeah. for making time for me today <laughs> oh yes of course wouldn't miss it <laughs> so we have been i have had this dream of remodeling an old school bus into yes. um, a schoolie, if you've heard of them. Yes. And my son was, he is all about it. He sat with me the other day for over an hour and a half looking at buses that were like for sale or going to auction. Mm -hmm. um, and he's going to be four this month. So doing anything for an hour and a half is really impressive. <laughs> The attention span's just not there. So yeah, that must have held his interest. <laughs> oh, he is like all cars and trucks and planes and trains. And yeah, he is like, mommy, when are we going to move into a bus? When? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do it like full time. Yeah. But my idea is to do it um, while our, we're building a small cabin out here. Um, oh, wow not like a tiny house because I'm not that brave but it's right. just the two of us so it's not this you know big old fancy thing but we're building a small cabin out here and I was like maybe while the building process is going on we could just do like a six month straight travel that would and be awesome what are some of the headaches that you come across because your your boys are younger too they're a little bit older right. than Milo but yeah, my like boys. Sometimes kids can get tired or restless in the yes. car. Luckily, they have each other to punch and argue with. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, they are six and eight, and they are very—they're very adventurous in their own little spirit. Like they just want to do things and they want to learn about things, and they're fascinated with things. So we engage a lot in conversation and asking, "What's this? And what is that?" and this is how this works and stuff. So um, I think keeping their attention <laughs> on the road is really important because, you know, they always want to default to iPads or their Nintendo or whatever else. And I really try to shy away from that. But sometimes it's hard um, when you're traveling and you're trying to work at the same time. So, you know, we just make up games in the car or we bring, they have Pokemon cards. They have so many Pokemon cards that they bring. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm um, so glad those made a comeback because I know, right? <laughs> those were really popular. Like when my nephew was younger, I yeah. kind of aged out of it right on the cusp of their popularity, but I always thought they were so cute. They were so cute. I know. They always go, which one's your favorite, mom? And I'm like, oh, the Pikachu is always my favorite. It's just a cute little guy. <laughs> but I like yeah, the little, the little fox. Oh, yeah, the fox. Oh, and there's the squirtle. I like to say squirtle, oh. so that's just fun to say. <laughs> I think uh, boys' so, toys you know. are so much more fun than girl toys. The, I mean, I wouldn't know. All I remember is Barbies, so. 
um I'll, i've only bought boy toys and they they are really fun and we like to play like buy um games that are stimulate you know thinking so like little puzzles or little travel board games or something like that something that they can at least mess with in the car and actually now that they're doing homeschool we've been doing homeschool in the car a lot which is fun and not fun but if it's something <laughs> i can just let them loose with then they can you know spend an hour on epic books or something on their ipad so at least it's productive work oh yeah fun yeah I'm a little nervous. Milo's getting to the age where travel was such a big thing for me before I had my son because I was told I was never going to have kids. So, oh my goodness, yeah. When I found out that news, I was like, okay, well, now I kind of have to rethink my life. What do I want to do now yep. that, you know, the idea of being a mom is kind of out of the, out of the question. So I traveled a right. lot and I actually met my son's dad um, in the midst of a transition. I was like, do I want to keep traveling? Um, Because I took a a work contract um, at a resort in Bryce Canyon, Utah. And that's beautiful. Yeah. And like I was there. I was like, okay, this is a six month thing. I'm going to figure out what I want to (laughs) do. And I ended up meeting my son's dad and we had Milo. Um, Uh And traveling kind of got put on hold when he was a baby, but now he's getting to be a little bit older and he's getting to be a little bit more adventurous. So we're, we're considering exploring a little bit more. I think it's honestly the best thing you could do for your child. I mean, you're literally giving them the world. You're showing them all the possibilities that are out there and they're, they're really limitless. Are you a fan of the Mommy Wines podcast? Well, of course you are, or you wouldn't be hearing this right now. One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course, flowy teas and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wine storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. I feel like, I think we put limits on ourselves and I think that the world puts limits on us too. So actually making the decision to go out and travel and explore and see what's possible, I think it's so beneficial to our kids, especially as they're shaping their character as who they are. And as they grow up, I mean, I think that they're more apt to be open to things and open to cultures and people and experiences. And that's just irreplaceable. Like you can't teach that any other way. That is so true. I've always been somebody who's pro experience, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, because one of the trips that I just thought were darling was you got brave and you decided to go international to Scotland. Yes. (laughs) And I was like looking at this and I'm like, okay, either this woman has like the most well-behaved kids ever or (laughs) (laughs) she's completely mad and lost her mind. Um, Oh man, it's probably the second. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like that at some (laughs) time. But there's so many things like, you know, you can look um, at books or you can 
you know, read stories of the history, but I feel like there's just something so much more, there's so much more connection when you actually experience something for yourself. It's true. When you step foot on ground, like we like to visit a lot of historical sites and when you read about something or you watch a movie and then all of a sudden you're put in that physical place, it's a feeling that's indescribable and irreplaceable. It's amazing. And I think, I think kids just really need to experience it. I think adults need to experience it. Not enough adults travel anymore. Oh yeah. And I think everybody make the world a difference. Yeah. Everybody, everybody needs to experience things like that. So I have been dying to go to <laughs> under canvas. Oh my goodness. That was the funnest experience. Have really? you ever been glamping before? Yes. No, I haven't done anything like that. And I, I came across them. Oh my gosh. Probably over a year ago. Um, I just uh-huh. saw a, a thing for them on Instagram and I have been like, oh, oh my God, probably <laughs> once every other week. I'm like, ooh, when could I go? When is a good time? Like, yeah. maybe the fall. Um, and I'm originally yeah. from Ohio. So I was really um, interested in doing like the Smoky Mountain one. Oh, yes. And we're taking baby steps um, mm-hmm. <laughs> to traveling. <laughs> my son right? was incredible. Um I took him on a plane when he was a baby, like a lot younger, probably two and a half years ago or something, three years ago. Um, uh-huh. And he was incredible. But now I feel like there's this phase of babies are great and then toddlerhood happens. And then kids, yeah. you can kind of be like, all right, stop it or I'm going to smack you upside the head. Um- <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You're making me look bad. <laughs> yeah, you're making me look. You're embarrassing. Or, yes. or like Milo would say, you're embarrassing me, mom. Um, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> um, so but cool. I was like, let's take some baby steps. And they have one up in um, Yellowstone. And yeah, have a few in Utah. And I was like, oh, we could drive to those. You could. They're mostly in the national parks, like the major national parks. And we saw it and we were just like, we have to try that. I mean, it was completely out of our budget for hotel wise. I mean, we're pretty frugal when we travel. Oh, they're expensive. They're so expensive. So we just did like one that worked for us and we did it for one night. And I mean, they had really fun amenities there. They gave you like free s'more kits and they had a fire pit out there. So you can go and like roast s'mores and talk to other travelers that are there they had like horseshoes and big Jenga sets and they had oh, snow cone machines. It was like so much fun. And so like in the evening, we even just brought our own Uno cards and we sat on the deck with our lantern. They give you lanterns and we just like played Uno on the deck. <laughs> and it was just the coolest experience, especially because there's a bathroom in your tent and it's gorgeous. And I loved it. <laughs> I know we have been, I feel like there's a lot of people who are doing road trips now. So things like campgrounds and places like under canvas have kind of jacked up their prices a little bit. I don't know if they've always been that expensive, but we were looking at like the stargazer and it was like 500 or something dollars a night. And I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) Someday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
I, a little I, out of the price range. I'm a very frugal person, not by trait. Um, it, right. It's a very learned behavior. Yes. I did a lot of just dicking around in my 20s, just blowing money. So now I'm trying oh, to well, do yeah. this whole like build up my savings and get everything you're a parent you're responsible for people it's a whole other ball game right so I've kind of adapted this a bit of a frugal mentality and Milo is oh once he gets his mindset on something he is a a go 100 percent and he's like oh when are we gonna stay in a tent or when are we gonna move into our bus and yeah. he like wants to go to the auction and all of this stuff he wants to go with me to pick it up and I'm like I have to get like a special driver's license and it's probably gonna be like the <laughs> first time I'm ever driving a bus if I don't get it delivered so I really Different don't insurance. know if I want you to go <laughs> oh my gosh you know I try to feed off of my kids energy because if it was just left up to me I don't think I'd be as adventurous as I am like my kids are the driving force like they're like Let, why don't we just go over there or why don't we just go do that and I'm like well why don't we do that okay let's go do that <laughs> you know so I think we really need to tap into our kids energy and sense of adventure oh It'll they change our world. So adventurous. So they're the ones that are kind of dragging you all over the place. They kind of like I have my bucket list of things I want to see. And so they're like, they want to go to places like, where did they say they want to go? Oh, they really want to go to the Philippines because my aunt and uncle are there. And that's actually where we were going to start our travels. But, you know, COVID made that a impossibility right now. So mm. we'll get there eventually. So, yeah, how that's a good little topic to touch on how has COVID changed the way you guys travel are you traveling less are you doing more kind of closer road trip style adventures well we had initially planned to start our full-time travels in August and we had plane tickets to the Philippines that we had purchased last year Mm. in preparation for it and so we were on this track of getting our online businesses set up. And so our financial is set and we were selling everything in sight and, you know, just totally purging, getting ready for this experience. And then COVID hit in March and we had actually had a trip to Paris planned in March with some friends and they put on the travel ban literally two days before we were supposed to fly out. Oh no. And we were so devastated. We had to call and like cancel our plane tickets and all of our whole itinerary that we had booked for the 10 days that we were planning to be there. And it was so devastating. And we got most of our money back, which we're happy about. Um, But you know, we, we were like, okay, so we now we're just kind of waiting to see how COVID plays out. And then our Philippines tickets got canceled. And we're like, oh, no. So <laughs> what, like, are, we've sold everything. We're at our parents' house now temporarily waiting to leave. And our plane tickets aren't there. So we started looking for other plane tickets and researching what countries were open to Americans. And Ireland came up and they said, you just have to self-quarantine for 14 days. And I'm like, I could totally do that. So we just want to get there. And then about three, four weeks ago, they canceled our plane tickets. Oh, no. (laughs) So we're like, we were just so frustrated. And it was so upsetting that we're like, you know what? Maybe we should stop with the plane ticket idea and just explore our own backyard. Like there's so much in the USA that we haven't seen or experienced. So we're like, let's just go on. Let's just drive. Let's just go on a road trip. And then 
hopefully by December, when we plan on coming back, the world will look a little different, but at least we'll have another perspective of what we want to do next. So yeah, it's really affected <laughs> our full-time travels, but um, we're not giving up. I mean, we're not going to let it stop us from doing what we want to do, especially since we are primed and ready to live that lifestyle. Leggings are a huge part of my daily life. Whether that be chasing after Milo or cuddling with him on the sofa, operating my financial practice, EDJ Consulting Group, or chatting it up right here on the Mommy Wines podcast. Whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it in Zaya Active. Zaya has such a wide range from youth collections for boys and girls, the ever-growing men's collection, to the infamous women's leggings, and so much more. Zaya really is your one-stop shop for premium active and loungewear for the whole family. To shop, visit myzaya.com backslash emmadon, or check out the link in the show notes below to shop the Mommy Wines podcast event today and automatically have your order number entered into a raffle for your chance to win a Zaya Active gift card. The winner will be chosen the second week of October, just in time for holiday shopping. Make sure to check out the event link in the show notes below or visit themommywines.com for more event information. I am yeah. somebody who 110% believes that we're going to look back 2021 day and just be like, what a joke. We're going to have a right. good laugh. <laughs> right. Gonna, you know, make some jokes about it and laugh over yeah. a few glasses of wine and be like, remember that one time? The year that was awful. <laughs> and whole- we were stuck in our houses. <laughs> we were forced to watch Netflix. Like, why did we complain so much? <laughs> Oh my God. Netflix is getting me it's oh, so, so bad. So bad. I love it. I I always thought Lucifer was like a scary show. Right. And I have you seen it? Um no, my sister keeps telling me to watch it because she's like, he's so hot in it, you have to watch it. Like that's the only reason we watch something, right? He is, he is very attractive. Very attractive, yes. <laughs> But it was one of those things where I always thought it was like a like a scary show, like a Buffy right. the Vampire Slayer kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the other day, just coincidentally, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. And I turned it on. And it's kind of like one of those um, like kind of goofy drama comedy kind of uh-huh. things where he's like partnered up with a with a detective. Okay. And he's, like, helping her solve crimes, and he, like, makes all these jokes, and she's kind of uptight, and it's, like, it's kind of, um... It's like a guilty pleasure like a, show. Yes. It's not, like, yeah. a like a scary show. I thought it was going to be, like, a horror kind of show. Right. Um, and I was, like, oh, my God. Luckily, I didn't start watching it when they... Because I can't stand watching something if there's only, like, one season, because then you have to wait, and Netflix takes forever <sighs> Man, um, I feel this. But there's way. like five seasons, so if you want to, oh, binge then I'm gonna start that. It's a binger <laughs> for sure. I was watching it, Sanditon the other day. Have you seen that one? That one's on no, Amazon Prime, and that's like the last Jane Austen book that she started to write but never finished or something. And so there's only one season of it, and it's so frustrating because they end it horribly, and you're just so oh, no. mad. You're like bring it back and do it right. I will pay you money to fix this. (laughs) (laughs) I 
hate it when they like when a show gets just cut or canceled yeah. and then they're just like scrambling to figure it out and they're like well it doesn't really matter so right. here you go she gets her head chopped off in the end <laughs> and oh that sucks for her like, it sucks for her goodbye the end no more episodes exactly. for the rest of your life exactly well, at like that that's point kind of like, what well, they did go ahead what's the point we're canceled you know who yeah, cares? just end it so we can all yeah. go home and eat dinner with We're our done. families and pet our dogs. We're so over this. Yeah, <laughs> I felt that way about oh. Gilmore Girls, how they ended it, and then I was so happy when they like brought it back for that one season or whatever. But I'm like, just just wasn't the same. They needed to finish it. Is that show is. There's two shows that I continuously watch on repeat because mm-hmm. I work for myself and I work remotely from home. Yeah. I can work basically anywhere where I have Wi-Fi connection, which is why I was like, ooh, I need to talk to her and get some travel yes. tips because I can do that You now. can get on a bus um, and go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we'll ha- like collide our, our travels one day and yes. we'll be like, oh, hey, I you. No, I seriously have talked to people on Instagram where they're like, I'm right there too. We should meet up. And I'm like, let's do it. That would be awesome. Crazy. It's happened to me before. I've ran into people who, it, because with the coronavirus, I have kind of learned how to do these remote recordings. Mm-hmm. And it's not something I did when I first started my podcast. I had a co-host. Um, and then when the co-host left, I had guests who were local and they, we would like meet up and record at my home office. Oh yeah. Um, so I've never before Corona, I never did any of these remote recordings. So I was really limited mm-hmm. um, to uh, just people who drank wine in Utah. Right. <laughs> Which is very limited. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a, like a 5% chance. Yes. And then there's like, you know, the two, one and a half percent of people who are actually like not nervous about doing a podcast and want to be a guest. Right. So I was like, okay, this is a small pool. <laughs> but luckily, you know, the silver lining of Corona, I figured out how to do these remote recordings through my podcast host, which is Anchor. Yes. And it has been so fun. But I have actually ran into people who like we're you know, they're from like California or Oregon and they're like, oh, wait, like we have family in Utah. And I'm like, no way. That's crazy. Yeah. And then like three months later, they're visiting and I run into them at like a Kroger. Oh, that's I'm so like, funny. What? <laughs> <laughs> Remember we talked that one time? <laughs> yeah, we talked that one time. That's so funny. I know it really is a small world. Once you start thinking about it, I mean, I've run into people all over the place and they just happen to be there. You know, it's, the world's more accessible than we give it credit for. Yes. I think there's just something about, I have really given in to the whole universe thing Mm -hmm. because before I was like, Oh, whatever, you know, your life is just a series of decisions that you make. Right. But I have been in situations where I'm like, this is too, it is a decision. I'm between like, option a or b right but how weird that these options are now placed in front of me yeah and i recently come to the the realization that i think i was meant to do my i call it a two-year stint like Mm -hmm. like a prison um (laughs) living in utah yeah because that's how long i made it i made it there oh my god two years and i was like (laughs) okay i'm gonna go back to nevada because i can't go home because i co-parent kind of right 
Um, my son does have a dad. <laughs> so <laughs> And he kind of wants to be in his he life. He <laughs> shows up occasionally. Yes. Um, so it's like, I can't go back to Ohio. Where's the only other place I can hurry up and go? Yeah. <laughs> like, Get out of here. And I came back to Nevada. And um, I don't know, the other day I was like sitting on my couch and I was like, you know what? I think I was meant to have the experiences that I did. Mm-hmm. And those experiences are now luckily over. Yes. <laughs> um. But I was like, a little hiccup. <laughs> um, I was like, but I think it's something that was supposed to happen because I was looking at all of the stuff that has come out of those experiences. And I was like, well, there's no way any of these three things that I came up with um, would have been happening. Like, I probably wouldn't have done, you know, remote recordings if I wasn't, you know, like in a place like Utah, right. because I would have had more access to people who wanted to do my podcast if I was somewhere else. And then the whole thing with Corona. And I don't know, I was just kind of reflecting the other day. And I was like, even though it was miserable, and I'm glad it's over. I was like, I think it's something that was supposed mm-hmm. to happen. I re- and the universe just does stuff like that. I really to you. feel the same way. I feel like opportunities are always in front of us. And yeah, we can choose A, B or C or whatever. But I feel like any opportunity that we take advantage of, it's going to help us grow and it's going to change us. And that's the whole point of being here is to grow and to be a bigger person and to learn. And I think taking those choices and, you know, embracing them, whether they're scary or not, is going to change us. And it's going to lead us down a path that we may never have expected for ourselves, but turns out to be amazing and awesome. So, I mean, that's one thing that I try to teach my kids all the time is that we could do hard things like choices are scary sometimes and situations arise when they're super scary or opportunities may arise that we feel like we're not ready for. But I feel like if we just take that one step to say, yes, I'm going to do that and figure out how to do it instead of figuring out how not to do it, it, it'll change our worlds and it'll change who we are. And that's the whole point. You know, we're here to grow. Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! (laughs) I'm officially back in Nevada. And do you know what that means? That's right. Nakedwines.com deliveries, baby! I ordered my first box before my U-Haul even crossed state lines. So I knew it would be there waiting for me. I can't even tell you how easy, affordable, yummy, and pain-free it is to support independent wineries not have to make a trip out of the house during hashtag Corona season and get that great tasting wine delivered directly to your door. Head over to nakedwines.com today and use code mommywines50 to get your first six bottles for only $34.99. That's right, six bottles of wine delivered to you for $50 off. Choose from a box of carefully curated whites, more reds, or even spice it up with a mix of both. That's NakedWines.com, and don't forget to use code MOMMYWINES50. Absolutely. And that's that's one of the reasons why I love having these conversations is because it inspires or motivates Mm -hmm. or kind of, you know, brings you down to earth. And you can learn so much from other people or like visiting new places like you and your boys are doing and it's just such a good experience it really is it's yeah you can't replace it with anything else experience is 100 percent the best thing ever (laughs) sometimes it sucks but 
means necessary. <laughs> yes. So how does co-parenting work? Because that's one of the struggles that I'm kind of like, I would love to go travel for like full yes. time for like six months, but we are currently doing these visits every 10 days. And I'm like, I wonder if I can get like a pass from like a judge oh my or something, gosh, yes. but probably not, you know, I'm, um, not the, but how does that work for you? I guys? have a completely like random rare situation. So my two older kids, my ex-husband has full custody of my two older kids. And then I have full custody of my two younger kids. So we don't like need a pass or anything. We just kind of do what we're doing. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I totally understand that. Cause I was thinking this is a perfect time to do that because I mean, once my kids get older and make other decisions, you know, I won't have this opportunity again to just go. So I, I tried to really embrace this opportunity that I saw right here. So yeah, I've heard a lot that people, that's what frustrates them the most about having shared custody with their kids is they can't just, you know, pick up and go. They either have to like ask the other parent or ask the court or whatever. But yeah, it's I would think it's super frustrating. Oh, so yeah. frustrating. Cause I have full custody of my son, but his dad has um, visitation. Mm -hmm. So he gets to see him every uh, two weeks on mm -hmm. the weekend. Um, so it's not that bad. But it's like, you know, not every person is the most flexible. Right. Um, Especially when it comes to kids. Oh, yeah. He clocks in, clocks out. We don't hear from him, see him, nothing outside of his visitation because yeah. that's all he wants. He doesn't want any more. But, like... God forbid something like Milo has a dentist appointment yeah. like an hour into his visitation time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was like, man, I would love to do like a, like a European trip, obviously after coronavirus, right. um, where we are gone for like three months or something. This um, would be awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. Just take my laptop yeah. and go. I don't, still have my a mortgage payment, unfortunately. I know. <laughs> but like, you know, at least we'd have, you know, not be homeless when right. we came back. <laughs> but I was like, luckily I can kind of, you know, do these trips. Like I have a lot of location freedom. Thank you, power of exactly. the internet. Um, uh, to, to kind of go where I want to go and, and work when I need to work. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, that would be so fun. Or do like the Asian islands, yeah. like the Maldives and Vietnam and Bali and Thailand and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was. Except for I don't think I could survive <laughs> three months on, like, I would definitely have to hit up a McDonald's. Oh, and there's <laughs> McDonald's everywhere. Like, <laughs> I think you'll be okay on that department. <laughs> oh my God, I would die if all I had to eat was like, slimy oh noodles I love them on the occasion but I think the food would get yeah me. but I think there's the cool thing about the world being so open is that you can always find something that you like I mean there's always a burger somewhere or a <laughs> fish taco <laughs> somewhere I mean <laughs> it's very flexible so I do have um confessions on my yes. show
if you've listened to previous episodes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Well, did you, did you prepare a confession? Oh, I didn't prepare one. I didn't know if I was supposed to prepare one or (laughs) you just like asked me put that in the Calendly when people book. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to start, I'm going to edit my, my uh, Calendly. So when people book, it's going to be like, prepare a confession. Don't forget. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. The confession. They're just like about travel or about anything about anything some of them are silly stories some of them are mommy fashions embarrassing moments um a traveling confession would be funny uh it really anything (laughs) you want to you want to get off your chest and and you know release into the world of the mommy wines oh my goodness (laughs) well i'm like i probably could prepare a really good one but the only one that's like coming to my mind was actually the first time I was ever on an airplane and it was super embarrassing I was I was how old was I I was in my early I was like 18 I think I was about 18 was my first time on a plane and I was flying to see my sister in Florida and I you know I'm at the age where I'm like checking out guys and you know whatever I'm out of high school I'm a I'm like a woman now, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I was on this plane and I was sitting next to like two seats over on the same row. There was this like super hot guy. And I was just like eyeing him the whole time. And we talked a little bit, you know, we were engaging in conversation, but nothing like really came of it. But I was just like, oh my gosh, this guy is so hot. Um, (laughs) He just kind of like led on the conversation like, oh, it's just so nice to meet you and whatnot. And I had gotten off the plane and I went to get my luggage off of the carousel and he was standing right there and I just smiled at him and he was smiling at me and I like found my luggage and I'm grabbing it and the latch broke and it completely flew open like my bras and underwear literally flew across the floor and I was like mortified. Oh my like, gosh. Okay, 18 year old. Oh my gosh. I was like, I, okay, I'm never going to see him again. Now I really don't want to see him again. <laughs> like, I don't want to see any of these people ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, I wasn't, you know, shying away from flying anymore, but I, I keep to myself more on planes now. <laughs> Luckily, though, um, you know, traveling like that, you're not gonna ever see those. It's people really again, true. which is nice. hopefully not. Let's just pray for that. We, we just won't see these people anymore, <laughs> <laughs> or we won't we re- we won't remember who they are when we see them. So it it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my God. goodness, that is a good confession. It's like uh my my 18 year old nightmare. Like <laughs> <laughs> it happens in a movie and like Mean Girls or something. Oh yeah. yeah, that is like a, a movie it moment. Is. It really was, <laughs> except it was real life and it's horrible. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I at eighteen that would like mortify yes. me. But now I am like, oh, so many worse things have oh, happened yeah. to me. Now that I'm like, I've traveled a bunch and I'm in my thirties. I was like, oh, there. I know. There's worse. I know things, nowadays but... I'd be like, can you just pick that up for me? Like I have kids. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I can't be choosing my underwear everywhere. <laughs> oh my god. 
that's, that's funny. So that's a good confession. I should do like a what would it, would it be called? Like a a compilation of everybody's like, travel the, stories. The yeah, like the the best confessions. Oh my gosh! Never gonna live it down. So. <laughs> I love bringing this stuff up. We can always laugh about it. We really later. can. I mean, it's hilarious now, but then I don't think I looked at another guy for like a year. So it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's okay. okay. So, do you have any um, tips or lessons that you've learned um, yes. when it comes to traveling with yes. kids? Yes. Um, because, like you were saying earlier, I mean, you see parents all the time traveling with kids and you just think oh they must just be so well behaved and you know parents must got it together and it I don't think that's it I think the my key is being prepared because I think if you know your kids trigger points like what's going to cause them to melt down whether you're taking them too many places and their feet are tired or they're just tired themselves just being prepared and planning for all those things. So I bring a lot of snacks because I'm like, they're usually either hungry or thirsty or tired. Right. So, <laughs> so like I bring kids are so exactly. So I bring a lot of snacks um, and I bring them something to do so that they're always engaged. And then I make sure that when we have time to rest or whatever, that I give them that opportunity to just lay down, like you can lay on my lap or lay on my shoulder or something, but just close your eyes for 20 minutes. Uh, you know, wherever that is. So I think just being prepared for the things that would cause them to melt down or not be engaged as much as you want them to be would just, it's the best. (laughs) Being prepared. (laughs) Hey, wine moms and puppy lovers everywhere. I wanted to let you know that our new store, The Fetching Barker, is now open. Shop the cutest and eco-friendly natural and handcrafted dog supplies. The Fetching Barker has everything your pup needs and so much more. From toys to travel essentials, a wide line of CBD and hemp products, snacks and treats to handcrafted accessories. Shop your favorite brands like Pet Head, Becco Pets, Papilla, Petalton Pet, and more. Or find new brands that I am sure you're going to love. Visit thefetchingbarker.com and feel good that a portion of all profits go to support global conservation efforts. I mean, this is the planet our pet loves, right? That's thefetchingbarker.com. Yes, I do. I do the same thing. I look around at like all of these travel bloggers and um, like YouTube channels like yours. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh man, I wish I could do that. People who travel with their kids, they just must be like either the best parents and I'm a terrible person or their kids are like angels and mine is just like a terrorist. (laughs) No, it's just, it's really just being prepared for those moments. And I think as long as you do that, the kids will be fine. And I think keeping a positive mentality helps a lot too, because your kids feed off your energy. So if you're frustrated then they're going to be frustrated. But if you're like, oh, look, we get to go through security. Watch this. You get to take your shoes off and I get to take my shoes off. And that's super fun. You know, <laughs> I think that they really feed off of that. And it's just, if you think of it in a context of you're just taking baby steps to your next thing, then it, the whole travel situation isn't so daunting or overwhelming. So 
I mean, you go to the store every day or once a week or whatever. And, you know, at one point you would have thought that was scary, but you know, you put your kid in the car and you take them to the store and you tell them you're not going to buy anything and it all works out and you get home and you're fine. So (laughs) it's the same thing with travel. You survived. Yeah. You're just going a little further and you know, you just have to make sure you pack them some stuff along with yours and you're good to go. That is good advice. I'm excited. I've been on the hunt for buses for weeks and because moving out of um, the Salt Lake City area to where I'm at now in Nevada, Mm -hmm. we have just cut our living expenses so much, Yeah, um, probably in half. And I'm like, now, obviously, I I was like, oh, I should save tons of money. Right. but we've, I've always had this dream of converting a school bus. And I have a new segment that I'm going to be doing on uh, the Mommy Wines podcast Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are little videos that are going to be tossed up on IGTV. Um, and I have gotten so many questions about why a school bus? Why not an RV? Or right. this is so cool. I've seen other people do it. Or I've seen it on Pinterest. What, like, are you going full time? Are you like going to keep it as like a toy or, um, <laughs> you know, exactly. like, I don't know. So I'm excited to talk to more people about it and share my thoughts, but I've been wanting to do this. Oh my God. Since 2014. Oh, you need to and, do it. Do it now. And I think <sighs> now is the best time. It really um, is. Cause I drove my U-Haul out here. Um, with a trailer on the back that was towing my car and before I was like okay I don't know if I could drive something that big you know what if I get in a crash but I drove it I was comfortable it wasn't as scary as I thought Mm -hmm. and my son is like oh my he almost causes an accident (laughs) he's running around back there Well, like we live in a mining town now, um, just outside Elko, Nevada, and he is it's so in love with buses, city buses, the mine buses, school buses. Anytime he sees a bus, he's in the back of the car in his car seat, and he's like, "Mom, <laughs> what?" And he's like, "A bus, a bus." I'm like, a bus. "You asshole! Like, don't you're do gonna that. kill us." <laughs> We're going to die because you're excited. (laughs) He like freaks out in the back. And I'm like, I'm thinking we're going to get in a crash. Like an animal ran into the road. I don't know. Something. And he's like, no, a bus. I'm like, thank you for that. I see it. It's It's a bus. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he's just obsessed. And he was like, he takes my phone a lot. And he was scrolling through because I had Pinterest open. And I went ahead and I like sat my phone down to go get a drink or something in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I look over and he's like scrolling. He's like, oh, is geez. this, can we put this in a bus? Oh my is, this a, is this a kitchen in a bus? <laughs> he's starting his own Pinterest board back there. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's just pinning his own school bus, <laughs> school bus conversion ideas. I'm going to need a chalkboard um, over here and a PlayStation <laughs> over here. <laughs> But he is excited. He asked me, like, right before he went away for the weekend, because um, I record these when he's gone. Yeah. So if there's any ever, like, 
chaos going on on like your end I can edit that out but if there's chaos going on on both ends Mm -hmm. it's hopeless oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) so um (laughs) I like to record these on the weekends and he's like do you think my dad is gonna like the bus and I'm like well your dad doesn't like anything so probably not but we're gonna have a great time (laughs) he's like yeah well he's like well dad doesn't live in a bus he lives in a stupid house oh my god (laughs) yeah he's not cool like us his Um, house doesn't go anywhere so you know his house house is dumb you know it just sits there and keeps us you know protected from elements and weather oh my gosh kids are so funny uh, yeah, he's like he's into it. So I was so excited to have you on. Yeah, um, to talk about traveling with kiddos. I know. I think I'm seriously supporting you in this bus decision. Like, buy a bus, go renovate it, pay some, pay someone else to renovate it. Actually, <laughs> and then I can call you when it's ready. <laughs> I am so impressed with myself. I have found out, especially because. I, I've been a single mom the whole time. Yeah. Um, so there was never any kind of like, um, any kind of like partnership. Like I was never married. I, I've just, right. It's just been me and Milo the whole time. And I have really surprised myself um, throughout this whole experience because there are so many things that I never would have thought to do mm-hmm. or thought that I could do. Um, and I've really learned a lot and there's, you know, thank God for Ikea. Right. (laughs) Love Ikea. (laughs) I have been planning so much of our bus build, um, through the custom modular sets that like Ikea has. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, you know what? If I can drive a U-Haul and if I can unload and pack an entire house myself and if I can do all of these other things, you know, outside yeah. of that, I was like, I could do this. You can. You know, it's just, a, I, I have a drill and a, a tool bag, <laughs> you know. I have a and camera. YouTube. YouTube. And like, YouTube. Yes, YouTube. Everything. What, like, who wrote that? Marie Forleo. Everything is fi- figureoutable. And I totally believe that. Everything is figureoutable. You have a problem, you can figure it out. They're so... There's so much knowledge out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. think I was like, you know, I might have to recruit maybe like someone to weld. <laughs> but luckily, I yeah. live in this whole strange mining town <laughs> full of men who do oh, nothing yeah. but work. So I'm like, I'm sure I could throw it up on a Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> like, could. Or like the the Craigslist or local newspaper classifieds being like, hey, who wants to make a couple hundred bucks and, exactly. and weld some weird thing on a school bus one of these days? <laughs> Have them fight against each other. Who's the oh, best yeah, one? Oh, yeah, start a bidding war. Yeah. See if I can knock the price down. I love this plan. See? You've got this all. You're, you're doing this already. It just starts with the thought process. And you just got to start taking action. <laughs> I know there's um there's an auction in three weeks two weeks mm-hmm. um in Salt Lake City and it's uh I went on to the website of the auction house and I looked because we're looking for a mid size um bus that is designed for sports a short so, bus 
Yeah, so we're looking for a mid-size, so it's not going to be like a super tiny small bus, or it's not going to be a full-size bus. Okay. Um, we're looking for like maybe like a bus that was used for like a football team okay. um, or something like that because they have the under carriage oh, uh, that's storage right. compartments. Where you can the, put all your luggage equipment. Yeah. We can put luggage, we can put water tanks, solar yep. batteries, um, you know, picnic smart. tables things for when we like stop or like bikes basically whatever we need to store we won't yeah. have to make storage um like any kind of like industrial storage in the bus so mm-hmm. it opens up a lot of space and it's just me and milo so i'm like well we definitely don't need like a 74 passenger bus like no that's insane no <laughs> and i think driving that so, would be way different than driving a u-haul like <laughs> oh yeah because we we love like the mountains and we love national parks mm-hmm. and there's places that like um i've been watching so many videos on youtube about people who have done other schooly conversions and they're like you know we wish we would have gone smaller because the mountain roads are normally pretty tight mm-hmm. and um, curvaceous, I guess. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> even think about that. Yeah. So it's like hard to navigate. And then some of the campgrounds, um, you can only have like such a big thing before you don't fit. Right. And um, like there's oftentimes like length limits and things like that. Um, so I'm like, oh, man, I'm like <laughs> – who needs all that space? Because oftentimes they're like the people who build out these bigger buses or like full size buses. The thing yeah. that they say is, we wish we would have gone smaller because we yeah. have a lot of space that's like kind of wasted. And it's kind of funny to think because oftentimes there's a lot of people out there who have schoolies and they're full time. Yeah. They're completely living full time and they're like, we wish we would have gone smaller. And I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, they're in there putting like living rooms and full kitchens. And I think really what all you need is a bed and a bathroom, right? And maybe a hot plate or something. <laughs> Microwave. I don't know. Yes, yeah, some. But have you don't need like, like a full, full size space. appliances. Yeah. We're we're gonna do a um and like a smaller than an apartment sized fridge. So it's not going to be like a mini fridge, mm-hmm. but I found a cute little retro oh. um, mid size. Uh, it's like a little bit over a mini fridge. Yeah. Uh, super cute, like 50s looking design. Um, we're just going to do like a two burner cooktop that like just goes onto the counter, uh-huh. um, a small sink, and that's really it. That's um, perfect. Some, that's all you need. Some, yeah, bottom cabinets. Um, a bathroom and my son has slept with me since he was born. So, and he has told me that that's not changing soon. Um, (laughs) so I'm not even going to build him a bunk. I'm just going to put like a king size mattress in like the back and that's going to be it. If he wants a bunk later on, he can like pull out the sofa if he wants to not sleep with me in the, anymore. You're like, I'm just going to put a divider in this king bed and he can sleep on that side <laughs> and I'll sleep on this side. <laughs> uh, that's what I do because he is somebody who rotates. So he'll start off in like a normal person's sleeping position. Yeah. And then by the morning time, his feet are like on in top of my face. Yeah. Yeah, he his head is facing down. Half of his like shoulder and arm are just dangling off. I'm like, what are you doing in your sleep? 
that's causing you to almost fall off of this king size bed. I feel like um, they live out their dreams because kids are like, <laughs> I don't, they, they their buns to. are in the air, like they're backwards or upside down. The way that their arms would be, I'd be like, my arm would be asleep and that would wake me up right there. So I don't even know how they sleep the way that they do, but. It's oh, crazy. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I will wake up in the middle of the night because he'll like smack me or something, yes. and I'll look over, <laughs> and he's sleeping like on his face. I have to like move his head. Mm-hmm. His butt is way up in the air. He's like in the like, child's pose, <laughs> and his arms are just out for the world. You know, right? What? How? What's First, happening? How do you get into this position? <laughs> And second of all, when you get into that position, how are you not awake? Because you're literally like sleep. How are you breathing? You're, you're like sleeping smothering on yourself. your face. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> but, no, nope, it's crazy. So they survive. I oh yeah, I had a ton of clothes on my bed, mm-hmm. and I I kind of put one between us just as like a buffer, even though I know it's not going to stay there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I asked him. I was like, because our our new house has um like he has his own room and we've been decorating his room and unpacking his room and I was like okay so you know besides nap time are you gonna start sleeping in here at night and he's like "Mm, I don't think so mommy I'm gonna keep sleeping with you and I'm like okay well I I just got told (laughs) it's so sweet though I mean it it won't be sweet in a couple years but it's sweet now (laughs) it is sweet and I bet the the day when it comes that he doesn't sleep in here anymore right. I am probably gonna be so sad because it's annoying now but even when he goes to visit his dad I like don't sleep very well on these weekends no. um so it's you like need your kind pillow of to wrap around yeah I know. I'm like, Art, my house is too quiet. It's too clean. Like, mm-hmm. there's nobody punching me in my sleep. Like, <laughs> what is going on? It's just weird. Something wrong and missing. I don't like it. Yeah, there's there's something missing. Yep. So, yep. but he's excited. We're excited. I'm and excited for you I guys. I am excited to keep following along with your journey. Yeah. Hopefully, covid stops getting in the way of your plan no dirty <laughs> covid i mean we're not gonna let it stop us but i wish it would just let us out a little bit <laughs> i feel i feel like yeah. we just need to find the country that will let us in and then maybe by then they'll just let us like hop around since we're not directly coming from the usa but you know we'll we'll figure that out you could try um finland or nova scotia i'll take anything and those actually sound amazing right now <laughs> that those are like my de- like style of destination really like finland iceland oh greenland yes um ireland scotland netherlands mm-hmm. like that's kind of my jam yeah Except oh my goodness yes the, the only hot place that i've ever wanted to go is like cape town south africa um they have but besides that there. i was like what? they have Shut penguins up. there they do because that's on my list too and they have penguins in that very south tip of south africa like hot penguins like hot water penguins like they're on the beach i don't know like look it up on instagram <gasps> it's so cool there's penguins oh on the beach <laughs> i would die i know I that just moved penguins. up your list didn't it <laughs> oh yeah well that's yeah. like the only hot place like i would ever want to go because i don't do I don't like heat and I don't like humidity. 
Right. So like I would go to Australia, but like during their winter and I have a friend in New Zealand and I would love to yes. go visit her, but like during her winter, yes. <laughs> which is like our summer. Yeah. Um, New Zealand's on our list of like where I want to move. Like I just want to live in either New Zealand or Scotland. Like I just need green yeah. hills, magical beautiness is all I need. See, I would love that. Yes. I would love to move out of the country. I love where I'm at now just because nobody bothers us. Right. Right. <laughs> there's, there's tons of land. Um, it's, it's small, so it's quiet. Like there's rubies and the canyon where we can go and hang out. And there's a lake if we want to, you know, do lake activities. That's it's like, it is like a cute little, you know, nugget yeah. of the desert. And it's <laughs> yeah. nice because. Yeah, it's a desolate Nevada. Yeah. And we're like way up north. So it's not like Vegas where it's like hot. We're way up north. So we're basically like Idaho. Oh, yeah. um, so we get tons of snow, all four seasons. Wow. Um, wow. You know, there's just cows and like cowboys and horses and all kinds of stuff going on and then the people who work here they always have like um like those ATV style toys and stuff so you'll see kids running around in dirt bikes and whatever that's awesome you should get Milo one of those (laughs) oh he wants one bad yeah he is very clumsy um (laughs) we thought about getting him a bike uh but he has recently changed his mind since we were attacked by um street like street bicyclists oh my goodness in salt lake Um, well that's a story you should share on here (laughs) great crazy story so i'm driving in all of the streets in salt lake city i don't know if you've ever been yeah we lived in a a suburb i guess is what you would call it i guess um called south jordan yeah i know south jordan and yeah like there's like a few main roads and they're like major kind of four or five lanes if you count the turning lane or anything in the middle mm-hmm. um they're like big busy roads it's like the main roads especially on that side of town to get to the highway because yeah. the highway access on that side is kind of shitty yeah so we're driving and it's like a mid-saturday afternoon traffic you know all the lanes are full and there's this like herd like a gang of street bicyclists oh my goodness <laughs> And they're driving, there's like, um, like four or six, like rows of them. And then they're like, um, four or five people across where I think like the bicycle lanes, I think you're only supposed to ride like maybe two people next to each other or like single file, but they were like four or five like across. Oh my goodness. And then there was like four to six rows going back. So it was a big big group it was like a race bicycle yeah it was like they, they weren't racing but they were like they must have known each other like they must have gotten like a group together to go biking or whatever yeah. um they all had like super spandexy outfits on so maybe they're preparing for a race yeah. i don't know <laughs> i don't bike or maybe that's just what I you can't. wear i think that's just what you wear Reduce friction. Who or knows? Something. They they looked ridiculous. Um, <laughs> They're a little too tight. <laughs> it's a little too tight. Yeah. yeah, I don't need to. I don't need to see a sixty five year old man no, in spandex on a mid Saturday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but I am like white knuckling my steering wheel because there's traffic on the other lane. So I can't merge over and they are like taking up half of the lane, like the driving lane, because they're riding so many people deep in their rows that they're like overflowing into the, like the real road. Yeah. Um, so I like slow down and there's like people honking at me. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I'm just white knuckling my steering wheel. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to pass them. And hopefully <gasps> like I don't hit any of yeah. them. So I like speed back up to the speed limit because people are honking at me. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to drive. Maybe they'll see me coming and they'll like get back over or whatever. Yeah. And there was nothing I could do. I couldn't get into the other lane or anything. So I'm going and I'm like, okay, I'm passing them. I'm not hitting them. Like, thank God. But they're not moving over. So I'm like basically like okay with sideswiping the car next to me if I don't kill a person. Well, right. Because if you tap them, like they all go down. Oh, I'm sure it would be like dominoes. Oh, yeah. So I get past them and I am like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't kill anybody today. And I had a passenger in the car with me and my son in the back seat. And we get up to a red light and they come up and they start banging on my car, slamming their water bottles onto my car. They're screaming at me. They're like, you almost hit us. And I'm like, you're in the road because I, I successfully avoided hitting you. Like, is that really what you want to be doing right now like are you throwing a fit because something didn't happen yeah like oh, oh my god it was the most utah situation i've ever oh my been god in. yeah um, and i heard the bikers there are like pretty bad like <laughs> they're it's aggressive everything yeah. is aggressive yeah um it's like the most extreme aggressive place i've ever been and i'm like i can't handle that oh <laughs> like i'm gonna go back to my cute little town where nobody bothers me and oh as long goodness. as i'm not like burning their house down they don't give a crap what i do right <laughs> so, right so these bikers are all upset and the person that i had as a passenger in my car opens the door because my son is like screaming they're terrifying yeah. him and he opens the door and they start spraying like their Gatorade or Powerade or whatever drink they're drinking in their water bottles all over my brand new white car. I just got this car like two weeks before this. Wow. And, and they are like, they're just like squirting Gatorade oh. in the car. Cause like my passenger had opened the door to yell at them, like, stop it. You're terrifying a baby. Yeah. You're out of control. Yeah. Um, but instead they were like slamming my mirror, oh pushing my the gosh. door. Yeah. That just went to like um, vandalism and harassment and was, all kinds of things. Oh, it was awful. My son was covered in Gatorade. Oh. The passenger was covered in Gatorade. The interior of my car was sticky for weeks because oh it's like, you think you got it Oh, all no, it, like, never comes spot. out. Yeah, <laughs> it's just there. So, but it was crazy because we were actually on our way to um, a store called, like, Shields. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To look for, like, outdoor kind of things and to look at getting my son a bike. Yeah. Um, and he has now, since that experience, has no interest in a bike. However... His interests have grown to now he wants a side-by-side. Oh, geez. So I'm like, <laughs> so 
I just went from a hundred dollars, right? Because <laughs> bikes are expensive, apparently these they days. They are to like twelve thousand dollars, and I'm like, man, oh you gosh. damn bikers are just ruining my wallet right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well. I love talking with you and following along with your journey, but tell everyone else who's listening where they can find you online and social media so they can follow along too. Yes. So we have an Instagram page and a website and YouTube, and they're all the same. Um, It's Our Light Travels, O-U-R-L-I-G-H-T Travels. So you can go to Instagram or YouTube or our website just by searching that we even have a Facebook too. So, I mean, we're everywhere, but we love those followers because man, I meet so many fun people that way. And it's really fun to like the travel community community. I don't know if you've noticed this, but the travel community is like super open and loving and welcome. And everybody wants to share everything. So yes, follow us on our journey with us. It'll be so much fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. For extra sassy, honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.